Yo, what is up everyone? Welcome to the 10th episode of Big Persona Podcast. After hours though. After hours. After hours. Come on now. Yeah. The new norm. (laughs) It is becoming the new norm, actually. Like, I feel like we shouldn't even add after hours to it at this point. It's just, it's it's, just, it is what it is. It's just big persona at this point. Yeah. At this point, yeah. Welcome to big persona. If we ever do the podcast during the day, it'll be after hours at this point. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Is there a before hours? No, it's just, it'll be after hours during the day. If the sun is up and we record this podcast, it's after hours. Yeah, I mean, it's after, you know, a certain amount of hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is, is after hours. It is after hours. Truthfully. I haven't seen the sunlight in 12 days. They have me locked in my editing bay <laughs> for hours on end. Hey. Slaving it's a, away. It's a new hey, month. can you put a beep here? I accidentally said <laughs> I'm going to put a beep there. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So that, that's me putting myself at risk, but you got to do what you got to do. I got to do what I got to do. It was to prove a point. That was it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's I'm Landon. I'm Landon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Landon. I uh, I edit the podcast, uh, and sometimes I chime in and talk and speak, whatnot. Speaking's great. Speaking's yeah. awesome. G. Yes, sir. Didn't you forget something? <laughs> I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna rebuttal to that. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Zach. It's Taco. Um welcome to the episode. So, uh, last, last week, Future dropped an album, and my thoughts are, hey, that was a decent Future album. It's a good Future album, Future album, sorry. Uh, I did not listen to it, so. You gotta listen to it. I said I was gonna listen to it, but then I was like, hmm. Not today. Maybe another day. Tomorrow. But not not to put you on the spot, but you said earlier to me that you didn't really care for trap as, as a genre. That is true. I did say that just because uh, it is a 100 and I know I'm going to say 98% fact. There are certain artists that I do like that are in the trap genre. Like I, is Playboy Cardi considered trap? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like Playboy Cardi, Young Thug. There's certain artists that I definitely do like in the trap scene. But there's certain artists where I'm like, I listen to them and I'm like, this is very bland and very boring. I don't like this. And that's like uh, Future and like Gunna and stuff like that. And I'm like, mm. bada bing, bada boom. You know what I mean? Yeah. End of story. I wash my hands. No, speak your truth. It's okay. It's all right. Yeah. I think you can't really say Young Thug without saying Future, though. 
Cause like you think you think future our young thug wouldn't have been anybody without future. No, I'm just saying like the two people They're who like, like pioneered, yeah, trap into what it is, and like, but yeah. I feel like in a sense like birth like Cardi Uzi, a lot of these dudes. I think they're like two different like subsections though. Thug I would say Young like Thug's a little future. more creative, yeah. yeah, definitely. But I think I don't know. Rap is so expansive. I think that's why it, it's the best genre right now. Right now, I haven't listened to a lot of Future, so I'm not going to speak on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I speak, you'll yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if I speak yeah. If I speak, uh, but I will. I can speak on like Young Thug and Playboy Cardi, and I feel like they're very like they evolve. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. with everything that they drop, it's like oh, like this is a new sound for them, even if it might not work for them like punk kind of thing but it's it's going to be a new sound and it's going to be a new kind of experience that you're going to have like whole lot of red is nothing like dialect oh no not at all yeah for real and i like whole lot of red more than dialect really yeah i i i decided the other day i'm going to go back and re-listen to whole lot of red Cause I, I was making like a workout playlist and I put like new neon Bam Bantham, uh, punk monk, um, and some other songs off of whole lot of red. And I was like, wait, I like this album. Why haven't I listened to this? And I was like, I'm going to re-listen to this. Cause I haven't listened to it since I think the week it released. The week it released. I listened to it just because it was like the thing to do. And I'm pretty sure we're like off topic at this point, but I just don't remember what we were talking about in the first place at this point. So, you know, we're rolling with the punches here after hours, new normal. Um, But I listened to a whole lot of red because it was the thing to do. Everyone was like, Oh my God, this album's like a year and a half late or something like that. I was like, all right, let me listen while I have the opportunity. Dropped on Christmas. Um, I made it a song deep. I was so revolted. I was like, this isn't, this is not music. This is what the hell is this? Like, I can't believe it. Like, basically, I was like, rap is dying. Like, this is, (laughs) but um, I forget what experience I had. But I sat back down and I listened to it and I was like my my perception just like changed instantaneously. I was like, what was I talking about? Like, but it, it took a year, I think. No, I, I definitely didn't like like the first half of the album when I listened to it at first. I was like, this is this is trash. What is this? But like if you like throw everything away and just vibe with the song. There's some there's some hits on there for sure. And it's just, it's way different than Dialit. But I really like Dialit. Dialit's incredible. Dialit's fire. I just, I, I have to go back. Because Whole Lot of Red, like I said, the highlights oh, yeah, are but, fucking incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's, I feel like there's a lot of things I just forget about because it's, it's 25, 24 songs, something like that. Like, yeah, 25, 27 songs. It's yeah. long. It's a long album. It is. It's like, all right. Let's wrap it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's definitely like certain artists that you can only bear for like so long. Yeah, most definitely. Almost 30 songs. What's the song with Kanye on it? Uh, Go to the Moon. Yeah. Go to the Incredible. Moon, yeah. 
I think. Oh, wait. No, that's the one with Cuddy. Is it? No. I need to check. I'm not trusting myself. Metamorphosis is with Cuddy. Metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. I think it's like metamorphosis go to the moon and then it's like, jump at the house. Jump at the house. Jump at the house. I love that. I love that. Yeah, go to the moon. Yeah, go to the what, what's Kid Cutting? New wit, new wit, new wit, new wit. Buss it, buss it, buss it. She ugly hot. That's that's the thing, that's the thing about uh, Cardi is like you can hear the song once and you're like, I got it memorized. Yeah. There we go. That's all I need. Because like I think I listened to the album twice and I was like, I know every song. If somebody was like, Hey, can you like start uh, fucking the beginning of New Neon? I'd be like, All right, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Love sleep. But that's, I don't know. We were talking about future. That's that's where we derailed from. I never liked you. Oh yeah. Um, I okay. So there's. Oh man, am I allowed to talk about Kanye? Because he has a feature. He has a feature on the album. You said he has you weren't going to talk about. You Kanye. said you weren't. I you know, going to talk about. But he literally has a feature on the album. I feel like that's a really important. Let's just. You can you can speak your part. Do I? We'll only yeah. We'll only have one one okay. perspective on it. All right. The Kanye song spazzed. That's all I'll say. That's all that's going to be said about that. That's all I've heard about this album is that the Kanye song is really good. And then I've heard nothing else. The two with Drake. The first one uh, was it? Wait For You. Wait For You. The first listen, I was like, hmm, I really kind of like it. It's a vibe. But then second time around, I was like, this might be the the summer, the summer song. Mm-hmm. And I'm on one is also oh is also oh my Drake, god <laughs> Drake Drake snapped on the feature really? on I'm on one damn he definitely snapped yeah he did I feel like um, I listened to one song just because like people were making fun of it uh, at work and I was like I'll listen to it it was like the nut nut oh, for a yeah. nut for a nut nut for you or I yeah for a nut for a nut no I listened to it for a nut. That little, that like I know you had, watching it had, like, it had Young Thug and I had, but like Young Thug starts his verse and he's like, I put it in the butt. And I was like, all right. See, that's why, that's why Thug's a goat. He just, he just speaks in a different language that like no one can really understand. <laughs> he speaks he's in, just, sli- he speaks like, in slime like language. Like if you're really like not an intellectual, you're just not going to understand Young Thug. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I just wasn't ready for it. You know what I mean? Like. I haven't I haven't listened to Thugger in a while, and like I was just like I wasn't expecting it. Was you gotta like, you gotta get up on <laughs> the dictionary, man. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get back into the the Thugger uh, lexicon. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't in, worry, I'll we get back into it. I'll I'll accept it's been a minute. I got you. I got you. Yeah, I'll be there one day. One day. <laughs> oh no. Well, no, I I really like the album. I think it was like everything that you're looking for in a future album. Features were there. Production was fire. I didn't re- like at first I thought it kind of like didn't really like flow that well. But after like re-listening 712, that intro. Stupid. Puffin on Zooties. Puffin oh. on Zooties. Puffin on Zooties reminds me of 56 Nights. And like that part, like that part, like with it, it's just such a beautiful song. Like. No, he did, he did his thing. And apparently he's dropping another album what? this year. I can't remember. Rumor. 
That Monster 2 might be dropping. I don't know. No. Monster that's two. that's been a rumor. But like like people troll with that. They're like, whoa. Well, I mean, speaking of double albums. What we said is finally coming true. Yeah. Remember on the steppers. I think I think Big Steppers is gonna three, be three episodes ago? Yeah. Was it was it was, a, it was a, three or two. Three or two, I can't remember. We were like, oh, like what if Kendrick releases like a double album, like back to back type joint. One with uh, you know, T D E being like the final send off and like PG Lang being his new um label in a sense. What do we get? What are we getting? We get a photo of Kendrick holding two albums. Two. Two CDs. Two of One them. says Mr. Ra- Mr. Morale, and the other says Steppers. And everybody's like, Wah! Yeah, they're going nuts. I think he's trended like three days in a row just because of that. Really? Damn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Anticipation is definitely building for it. But, I mean, I, I hope he doesn't drop a single. I just want Like you said, album, how, what time albums. is it right now? It's 11.57 on a Thursday. Um, at midnight, I expect one of you guys, or I expect you to go on the laptop and go on the Oklahoma website and refresh it. Yeah, Oklahoma.com. You can just go to like one of his pages and just click the link. Because I feel, I feel something in my heart. I feel something in my heart. The week before the release of his album. He's going to release something. If it if it isn't like a single, there has to be like something. He has to drop something. He might tease us with something, you know. Nothing. I just, I'll go to his Twitter. I'd feel like he'd like make an announcement there. It should be a one word tweet. <laughs> It'd just be like Oklahoma. It'd just be a link to something. Yeah. No no words. But I <laughs> it's like a picture of his face. <laughs> It's like it's like scary, man. It's just, it's just like Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> like every album from here on out, he's gonna get closer and closer to the frame of the camera. This is the screen from you. <laughs> the, the picture of uh, Tyler the Creator, <laughs> like the mugshot. Oh my god! It's a go-to mugshot. It is. It's a go-to mugshot right there. But a double album, do you think that means like each like each record or side is going to have like a different perspective? Or do you think it's going to be like a continuative story, but like the switch from A to B is going to be like an interlude type? Um, ooh, that's a really good question. I could see more of like the different perspective wise kind of go, uh, going first, like him rapping from Kendrick and how he transcended into Oklahoma mm-hmm. on the second half or just like I don't I don't I really don't know what he's going to do especially now that it's actually like two yeah it's just it's too much it's too much after 5 years it is too much 10 if if anything it's going to be 10 songs per CD or like side so you're going to have five songs on side A, five songs on the other side of side A, and then like another five on side B, and another five on side B. Because that's just, that's normally the the max for an LP or like vinyl type. So that's 20 songs. That's 20 songs from Kendrick Lamar, if anything. That's terrifying. I, yeah, I'm, the anticipation is 
is killing me. It's actually like dragging. The days are dragging. And like I've I've been trying to like not think about it at all. And I definitely haven't, but like I think it's still that one little factor that is making the days. It's like you have you have to you have to survive another week. Another week. Another week. You can't you can't be like driving one day and like make a mistake or like walking down the street and like accidentally get robbed and like shot. I have to make it. Yeah. I have to make it. You have to make it. That's the anxiety. Friday the 13th, though. Like, my car got robbed the other day. I was like, thank God I wasn't there. Because if I was there, I wouldn't listen to the new Kendrick. (laughs) You got to be present, man. You got to be present. No, I got to make it to... I was thinking about this the other day because we talked about this on another episode. I was listening back to it because I listened to our own podcast. But I was thinking about it and thinking about what I have to, like, live for. Not like, not like, oh my God, you should be concerned. But like, I'm like, oh, like, what do I have to look forward to? Basically, skate for. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. I have to. Oh, my. They they just started. They just started developing it like a few years ago, right? right. Last year. Yeah. If I can remember. So that's like four years that you've got. Yeah. Right there. An extendo. Mm-hmm. <sighs> skate three so fire. I don't think I have anything to look for after the kindergarten. Maybe Guardians three, but like New Thor, New Thor might be pretty fire. New Thor, the soundtrack's gonna be great. Maybe, but I feel like I don't put my life on the New Thor. Yeah, no, that's never good. I think something to add. Something to add. I put my life on the New Guardians, but like I'm not gonna put my life on the New Thor. You know, that 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 that's it. That's yeah, yeah. But Kendrick, I've put my life on for the last five years, so. I'm like, if anything, we got a new Kendrick Lamar album coming. Yeah, I just got told by VCU that I'm not going to graduate this semester. Fuck it. I got a new Kendrick Lamar album coming soon, maybe, hopefully. <laughs> that just gives you more time to sit with the album and bump it when you graduate. Yeah. Oh, no, I graduated already. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. That was, that was just, uh, that was that a, was just uh, a low point in my life. What song do you... Uh, uh, pull with your graduation like what do you remember listening to oh man Oof. oh i remember listening to graduation the album uh, okay. i'd say like flashing lights probably interesting actually that's not that interesting i feel like that's pretty on on topic album for graduation right yeah Is i mean like, it's pretty like on the, the nose everybody goes to I mean, I just felt like, why should I not listen to graduation when I'm graduating? Both times. Two times. Two times. I'm trying to think if like I was like waiting, what album would I listen to if I was like waiting to graduate? Mm -hmm. What's your graduation album? I think I think I definitely listened to something by Khalid. Really? Just because the album that came out then. 18. Not, <laughs> it wasn't that one. It wasn't not that one. But that song, I definitely did listen to. Good song. He He's really like um, pop, like full time now. I really like it. I thought he had like a. song in like years. Humble brag. Since like maybe Black Panther album. He was on. Yes, yeah. that has been years. 20, 2018. Yeah. Dang. 
That was, that was good. That was a good song. I forget who's on it. It's the like album the, was good. Yeah, his um, the Black Panther album was really good. Better than the movie. Mm, yeah, I feel like. I think the movie is definitely a cultural phenomenon. I was gonna. I was. That's what I was going to say. I feel like. It's a, I, feel, I feel like you could say that for every Marvel movie. But no, no, no. But I, like Black Panther is definitely like a cultural like cornerstone. And same with Shang Chi. Shang Chi's fire. I will die on this hill. Wonder Woman. Cultural I'm saying in terms of I feel like sometimes cultural phenomenons don't have to be good. Yeah, that's fair. In the amount of like coverage Wonder Woman got and support Facebook Halloween costumes. I'm just saying that man filmed Black Panther uh, while battling cancer. Yeah. He died a superhero. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say on it. I think that movie I think that movie was good. The movie's good. The movie is is good. Oh yeah. It's definitely a good movie. Soundtrack is fantastic though. Soundtrack. But how often is it used? Maybe once or twice in the movie. Maybe when they're Yeah, there were, there was like I feel like yeah. They they played that during yeah. the credits and then they play um King's Dead. Wow. When they're in South Korea and they're doing the car chase, mm-hmm. they play King's Dead during that. <clears throat> but that's the only time the soundtrack's used. And then uh, something that well, stars you, with SZA. Do you think that could be something like... Well, that that's was, in the credits. That was the credits. Do you think that could be something like, we don't want all these rap songs in our Marvel movie? Something like that? Uh, but then you gotta think about Spider-Verse. I was gonna say Spider-Verse was... Spider-Verse was but like, like, fuck it. But like, that's like... Every song that's on isn't that like black during. producer, black director... Well, I think what Black Panther was black producer, black director. Yeah, as Ryan well, yeah. Ryan Coogler. Yeah, but like, the produ- do you do you the, think the, do you think that like it not being like directly in the MCU, they had more pool? Probably. I feel like that's kind of what's going to MCU too. is not going to have uh, um, somebody saying the N word in a song during one of their movies. But Spider Verse is like, fuck it, do it. We don't Spider-verse, care. Spider Verse. I'm gonna. Oop. I'm going to die on this hill, is the best Spider-Man, in my opinion. It's one of the best superhero movies, in my opinion. No cap. One of the best coming-of-age movies. No cap. I also feel that way about Spider-Man Homecoming. Homecoming Homecoming is good. I like Homecoming. I thought it was was a great teen movie. Homecoming is good. No Way Home is bad. I still don't like it. No Way Home, I do not like at all, actually. That's the one with Jake Gyllenhaal, right? Mysterio. Well, Far From Home is the one with Jake Gyllenhaal. No oh, Way Home. Okay. No Way Home is the most I recent keep, one. I keep, I keep fucking this up. Okay. The one with Jake Gyllenhaal is bad. Far From Home is mediocre. A Homecoming is good. You just fucked it up again. The one with Jake Gyllenhaal is Far From Home. No Way Home. Is good. Jake Gyllenhaal. Bad. Toby McGuire, good. Okay, <laughs> you liked No Way Home. Yes. Okay. It's 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 like mediocre. Like I had a good time. Okay. Oh, boop 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 boop. Oh, oh, three Spider Man. Three Spider Man. <laughs> and then they're gonna play a song at the end that's like three is the magic number. And I was like, okay, cool. 
Give that man a third movie. Andrew Garfield? Yeah. Andrew Garfield was the best part of that movie. He was. Everybody else was. By far. Stole. William Dafoe. No, no, no. William Dafoe. William Dafoe carried hard. Norman's on Savannah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, fuck. He was scary as fuck. Oh, man, for real. He was unhinged. (laughs) He was very disturbed. He was eating those punches. I had to to sleep some extra covers that night after I saw that. I was like. Him laughing while getting fucking robbed. Well, yeah, because what am I going to do now? What am I going to do? I can't do anything. Spider-Man can do nothing. (laughs) And like, Tom, you know, they're both great actors. So like. You could see Tom Holland was like struggling, like actively, like you know. There's some great moments in that movie, I will say. Yeah. Aside from like, but then the first hour and thirty minutes is like, what the fuck is happening? This is boring. I hate every second of this. And then you get to the last forty-five minutes, and you're like, this is incredible. This is some of the best superhero shit that I've ever watched in my life. Literally, yeah. Literally, yeah. Also, they made Doctor Strange like the stupidest person in the whole movie. I'm like. He's supposed to be all knowing. He's supposed to be a doctor. Yeah. Like, what's He's going the on? doc. He's the doc. What's going on? Yeah. He got a fucking doctorate and he's just getting fucking. He's over there, over fucking there doing hand, hand signs over there. What are you doing? Like, he's your doctorate, guy. <laughs> They're gonna you know s- geometry. You know geometry? Right Come on. Yeah, that's how that's how I feel about that movie. You gotta operate on somebody's Venom 2 insides. was more enjoyable to watch than that movie. I still haven't seen Venom 2. Venom 2 is... I'm scared to see Venom 2. Just watch Venom 2 with a couple of buds. Have a little drink, have a little smoke. Just watch it. And you'll have the time in your life. <laughs> It'll be the greatest movie you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> okay. It's so good. Okay. It's actually really bad, but Morbius is like legitimately bad. Do not watch Morbius. Do not watch Morbius. <laughs> you couldn't drag me to the theater to see that. There's no way I, I would like, see that. I'm going to watch Morbius by myself because I'm like, oh, I like Venom and Venom 2 because I was like a bit tipsy. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to go watch Morbius a bit tipsy. And I was just, I felt, I think I like dozed off like halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> But Morbius is the best movie ever. It outsold. It broke box office records. No. Nine so quadrillion trash, dollar opening. <laughs> so trash. Morbius 2, though. And then Bad Bunny in the... What? Yo, yeah, yeah, what's going on? He's like, what's going on? Luchador, like, Sony, like... What's going on? What's happening? They're yeah, building I mean, a Sony-verse. Yeah. And... Basically, they are developing like their own Sinister Six, so it seems, mm-hmm. as individual like entities. And then they're going to have like their own version of like an Avengers event, probably, where maybe they are positioned in like a sort of Suicide Squad esque way. Mm-hmm. And maybe Spider Man is posed as the villain. Mm-hmm. Because we haven't been introduced to a Spider-Man in the Sony-verse yet. But people are speculating that Andrew Garfield is going to be this Spider-Man in that universe. Stupid. Goat. Goat. That's stupid. We're going to check on this this Kendrick single? Oh, yeah. Did he drop? Oh. Also, Jack Harlow album's out. 
I did I did check at like midnight and okay, I didn't check again right now. I'm, I'm checking. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm, I guarantee there's gonna be nothing. But nothing. How many forwarders are there? If there's there, three there's still there's still three. Okay. We're fine. Yeah. Okay. I I told you like I wasn't really expecting anything. That's fair. Oh yeah, you wanted him to drop, right? I wanted him to like. I don't know if I wanted him to drop a song, but I wanted him to drop like album artwork, track list, something. Do you know what I mean? I feel like we probably wouldn't get like a track list until like Wednesday, yeah. if, if 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 anything. Yeah. I don't see us getting anything until midnight Thursday. I honestly want this album not to have any features. I just want it to be all Kendrick, hmm. the entire album. And I'd be happy with that. I'd be happy. Because that's what Tim Butterfly was with, except, so Tim Butterfly had no rap features except for Rhapsody. Snoop Dogg on a hook. Oh, yeah. He did the hook for, um, the hook politics and institutionalized and no institutionalized so you get the hook on institutionalized but that was it was rhapsody and institutionalized were the only rap features i don't want i just want kendrick i just want kendrick Mm -hmm. i don't want baby king like i love baby king don't get me wrong yeah i don't know where baby king would fit into this album but then again i'm not sure we will know the I don't think we'll know like the tone of the album until it comes out. I think it could come out of left field completely. I'm so I'm so anxious. I'm so anxious. I'm nervous. My stomach turns every day thinking about what this album could be. And I have to live with that. Because he won't give me any kind of concrete goddamn news. It's, he just has to go about it. And he literally everything he's dropped have, has like inspired like hours, hours of conversation, hours of like podcasts, hours of videos, no matter what he does, like on this O'Connell website, people are just like, Kendrick Lamar. Like, I'm sick of it. Rapper use website. Even though we're doing it right now. Writing, writing full essays. Stroke the fucking album. That's it. I'm sorry. Sorry for raising my voice, Kendrick. Hey, it's been it's been five years. It has been five years. Oh. I know we just I know we keep saying that, but still it's just like It's been five years though. I don't know. Do we think this Jack Harlow album's gonna be good? Timberlake, Lil Wayne, Pharrell, and Drake. I think that's enough to do decent. But also, like, I think he's just going to get the sales purely off of, like, those songs. I think this album is going to be really detrimental to his career. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like uh, I've never been a huge Jack Harlow fan. Um, his career uh, is neither here nor there for me. It survives or dies. But I don't want it to die. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, because I, I I don't know. I feel like there's a part of me that like still kind of has like 
an admiration for him because he is just a charismatic dude. You know what I mean? He's very like funny, fun to watch. Yeah, him being in the public eye is like has been a great thing for yeah. me. It's just it's it's been it's just been absolute comedy every time he has an interaction with anybody. It's great. Like that video of him like on the boat with Drake and he's just like peeking over his shoulder. Um, and then Drake like having like a mental breakdown. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. It's great. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why I don't want his career to fail. Not because I like his music, just because I like him as a person. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like he kind of like, oh, there I go. There I go saying like again. I feel as though he deserves this. He's been putting out music, like little EPs, singles, whatever, since he was in high school. He's been on this grind. He he put in the work, you know. He has likes Kendrick and Drake on a singular video that he posted on Twitter. Yes, Don't and what that video is and. But- Kanye, Kanye called him, he said, that nigga can rap, and I mean nigga as a compliment. That's what Kanye said. But, I mean, he, he's getting praise from all of these people, one might think. Maybe. He's Maybe he's on to something. Makes big, big thing, hmm? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I hope. If this Drake and Jack Harlow song does not hit, I might lose my mind. I, I, I That's actually detrimental, too. To your mental health. Sure. <laughs> but a long note to Jack Harlow and Drake. You're like, hey, your song fucking sucked. And it you guys, ruined my mental health. You guys ruined my summer. <laughs> What is my song supposed to be now, huh? The Big Steppers by Mr. Morale? He might have some summer bops on there, for real. Maybe. 20 songs. Is Jack Harlow's going to have any summer bops? Probably, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, he already has. He First Class is already a song. Even though bop. First Class is trash, in my opinion, it's it's going to be one of them. You think so? I think so, yeah. I don't know how it got that many streams in 24 hours, but like, it'll definitely be one of them. That's fair. Um, I don't, I don't know. This week is literally to me. It's just the week before Mr. Morale and Big Steppers release releases, and that's it. I don't yep. care about any other music that drops. But last week or last Friday, Faye Webster. Drops. Oh yeah. Um, her EP, um, and it has a lot of songs of the year on I'm, it for me. I'm sleep. I need You're a sleep. I need a peep. It You're broke. Sleep. It broke me. I, I don't think you should listen to this EP as the first thing that you listen to. I think you should listen to all of her music. He's listening to. I know I'm funny. haha Okay. Yes. I think you should. So I know I'm funny. haha is like a great album, but to me, like, I feel like Atlanta. Millionaire's Club. Millionaire's Club is like my Faye Webster album just because that's like how I discovered her kind of thing. And I listen to it constantly. 
and like it has some bops on it. Um, and Kingston, Kingston, Johnny, uh, come to Atlanta. Oh god, the fucking the horns on "Come to Atlanta" are like actually crazy. Oh, she's crazy. She's great. Um, there's a song with Father. Do you listen to Father? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. There's a song with Father on that album. I don't think that song is good. You don't think that song's good? Actually, I just don't think his verse is good. Really? Yeah. I love that song a lot. Uh, but uh, this new album or this new EP that she dropped is like, imagine like her. It's literally just her hits, kind of, sort of, or like her kind of more lyrically focused songs given a kind of orchestral background to it and then like one new song that doesn't have that kind of uh, vibe to it Um, and it's incredible like the Johnny reprise is beautiful Mm -hmm. and then you have the um, overanalyze of song con kind of type of way yeah kind of type of way feel kind of type of way it's just the actual like string like arrangement of the album is like there's multiple times i cried listening to it just because yeah it's really beautiful it's, it's like a beautiful listen it's so beautiful like like I, I think I like sent a message that was like Faye Webster Disney princess type beat. But I like, was gonna say it's very Disney. Yeah, it's very Disney, but it's not like Disney in like a corny way. It's Disney in like uh in um a classic golden age Disney. You know what I mean? You listen to a whole new world. Yeah. It's like literally like it touches the heart. Yeah. Star That's first of many, by the way. First of many. First of many. Uh, but yeah, the album is actually like, um, or the EP is very, um, I don't know. It's just, it's very heart. It's very heartwarming, but also like heartbreaking at the so- same time. It just depends on the song because if you listen to Johnny, the arrangement on that song is very kind of like it just builds and builds and like you reach a you reach a peak that'll have you sobbing it'll be from a place of kind of like um relation or just like oh i feel this kind of like heartbreak but then you'll have a song like uh sometimes and you'll be like oh like i relate to this but it's kind of like a the orchestration kind of makes it more happy, I'd say. Kind of, sort of. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, it's very, very good. Yeah, I'll make sure to peep that then. The new um, 070 Shake song, Web, is mind-melting, actually. You like it? I liked it. I don't know how I, th- how I feel about it. It's, I, it to me, it kind of like feels like some like Isaiah Rashad songs, I just put them on just because like they put me in like a transit state for some mm-hmm. like I dissociate every time I hear some certain songs from them. That's fair. And that song definitely like gave me that sort of like vibe. I could understand. Also the cover art is Incredible. insane. Incredible. Actually insane. I'm excited for the album. What were you talking about? 
We were talking about 90s hip hop. 90s hip hop. Um, I guess for me, 90s hip hop is kind of like my my first introduction to hip hop. Um, because my dad um, used to listen to uh, Outkast, Equimini, and then um, he used to listen to um, A Tribe Called Quest. Um, um, Midnight Marauders a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, those are like two albums that he listened to constantly. My first introduction to hip hop. So like those are albums that I stick with that I have like deeply connected with me, kind of like with my childhood. Um, and it wasn't just Midnight Marauders. I feel like my dad listened to um, Low End Theory. And, Low End Theory, and then no, Instinctive Travels is my. Yeah, my dad listened to that a lot because I remember um, I would like sing um, um, ham and eggs a lot, like going to school and just like during breakfast with my mom and like dad would make breakfast. I'd be like, I don't like no ham and eggs because they're high in cholesterol. Um, I'd sing that all the time. So uh, A Tribe Called Quest is like deeply, deeply rooted in uh, to my my family. Um and I think uh, they have such a deep impact on hip hop as a whole today, um, as well as like hip hop during that era. Because I watched a documentary that they put out um, that had like interviews with like Andre 3000 and so on and so forth, and like how they were inspired by by Tribe and like. Um, like that kind of era of like jazz infused hip hop. And like, if we didn't have an outcast, we wouldn't have like a tip butterfly kind of thing. Oh, not at all. Yeah. yeah. Because like, they were kind of like the pioneers with that jazz infused hip hop. Um, and same, like if we didn't have a tribe called quest, we wouldn't have, I'm not going to say that completely. I was going to say if we didn't have a tribe called quest, we wouldn't have like a KMD slash like, uh, MF Doom, but I don't know if that's completely true. Um, I feel like MF Doom could exist as his own yeah, thing. Definitely outside of, own, yeah, definitely. Yeah, most definitely. Most deaf. Most deaf. <laughs> Super villain. You were going to speak about most deaf, right? Definitely most deaf. Yeah. Traveling Man and Modern Marvel have been in my rotation. I don't know why they spun back, but it's something about the way that he kind of like traverses over production and beats rather than like just laying out lyrics. Like he kind of, he definitely is one of the artists that will paint you a middle picture of what he's talking about in any song that he, that he pops off on. And Traveling Man, like it really, it really hit hard with like graduation and everything coming up. Mm. People kind of go in their certain ways. That song really relates deep right now with my life and i don't know why but like that song just like hit a little different yeah. especially with the chorus and everything that follows i'm a traveling man going to places places in time like it's such a good song like actually like an incredible song like hip-hop song genre aside like great music is great music yeah most definitely most definitely. Most deaf. 
definitely. I was kind of introduced to 90s hip hop from uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Mm-hmm. Now, I had a PlayStation 2 when I was a kid, and I could play E for Everyone games. And for those of you who don't know, I feel like I feel like we do so many segments on the show where we don't inform the listeners, like we don't give any backstory. We just hop into it, which is fine. I love just rolling with the punches, but I'm about to explain a gaming rating system for the United States of America. Go ahead. The ESRB has ratings for E for everybody. There's one that precedes that, but E for everybody, E10 and up, meaning, hey, this is basically like PG. If you're 10 years old, there's going to be, there's going to be a shit in there. (laughs) Yeah, there's going to be one Fiki in this game. So you better watch, you better not laugh. Yeah, you better be you better you better be mature about this. So you better uh, be ready for Spyro to say poopy. (laughs) Then there's teen T for teen, and that was like PG thirteen. And then there was R M M M mature. Edit that. (laughs) (laughs) Edit that. Can we bleep the M? Let's get a clip of me doing M. <laughs> it was M. For, mur- for, for murder. For, for murder. <laughs> no, that's what I do bro, in Everything those games. was flying in them M games, bro. Everything. No, but yeah, M games was like, wow, you could really do anything in this game. You can have sex with a prostitute. Yeah. You could. You could. You could. So anyways, my mom <laughs> he didn't know that. My mom wouldn't let me play games, certain games that were T for teen, because she would pick up the game and read the back and she'd Ooh, be able to, the reading the back would yeah. be the killer. She'd be able to be like, hmm. Oh, it has nudity? Put that back. Nah, that'd be that would that would end everything in GameStop. You'd be like, oh, need this new game. Hyping it up right, for like the GameStop employee would be like, I, yeah, I just need you to read the back. And you're like I'm like, wow. You betrayed the secret oath. Call of Duty Black Ops 2. And you're out here telling my mom about... I know, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. And you're telling my mom about how I'm going to have to shoot up a bunch of innocent people in the airport. Yeah. He went on... He he didn't say all that. He just said language. Nudity. Anyways. I'm not saying that compromises brains or anything. No comment. No, no comment. comment. No comment. I will not take such bold political statements. <laughs> mighty horses. God, they're so mighty. Um, but San Andreas. So I would. Um, I wasn't allowed to play these M M for mature rated games, and rightfully so. They were pretty, like lewd. But my dad would keep. He had like a bunch of like he had like a desk set up in the garage and he would put like a bunch of DVDs over there. And he had some, I found out that he had video games over there too. And I knew that he had Grand Theft Auto San Andreas because I started playing video games because I would watch my dad play video games, video games, games on video. 
<laughs> Had to get some water, y'all. The echo of the hydro flash is I needed to go right into the mic. Get him in a subtle cough. No. Video games. Um that's how I I found that game and I, I put it in my PlayStation and I had to hide it from my mom. I got in trouble a couple times because I wasn't slick with it, but I got away with it most of the times. But you could listen to the radio in Grand Theft Auto and also, Mom, I'm sorry. Um, but anyways, you could listen to the radio. I'm about to say game. you're telling some secrets right now that haven't hit the light. Dude, when she found out that I had been on like social media since I was like 11, she was like, Oh man. She was like, What? <laughs> I was like, Dang. I tweeted about it. She said, so She, that's re- what she happened, replied. So that's what happened to your account. <laughs> <laughs> this account is now suspended. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder. Huh? <laughs> yeah. But I-, I got introduced to 90s hip hop because the game is set like, uh, in the 90s and the radio was like 90s radio um so i listened to a lot of like tupac um biggie uh mainly tupac and biggie genuinely because i like learned about their feud and i was like oh this is pretty like and sorry not to cut you off but speaking of like 90s nas is still dropping good music yeah king's disease too yeah. And then uh what was the album you dropped a few months ago? Is it self-titled? I can't remember. I forget what it's called, but it's, I don't think it's self-titled. It's short. It's very short. It's very short, but it's very it's very it's up there with King's Disease too. He rapping rapping on that. He's really rapping on that. Like it's kind of stupid how he's Nas like, kind of like fell off there for a while. He did. Then, he did actually that. Yeah. And then like came back and he was like, All right, I'm back in my bag. I was, talk, I was talking with my roommate. It's bag for real. I was talking with my roommate the other day. I was like, if Nas would have, um, if Nas would have put out Elmatic and then just like never released anything else, he would have gone down with like Tupac and Biggie. He would have been considered one of the greats. I I still wholeheartedly believe that. I think he's still considered one of the greats, though. Yeah, he's still considered still... one of the greats, but he's not put up in there like the the mythos. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's 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 brought up a lot in dialogue though. Like yeah, like I I wouldn't say. Do you think he's put up there with Biggie and like Tupac? I feel like that's what the the third person comes into the argument to say. So like two people would be like, oh Biggie, oh Tupac, and then the third person would be like, nah, nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Be like, well, have you uh, considered Nas? It's like the J Cole. What about J Cole? Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't know. That was, I don't know. That wasn't a sneak. That wasn't a sneak diss. Sometimes I say things and then I realize that people at the table have opinions that I disagree with. Sometimes I wish my fans were more like J. Cole's. <laughs> that push album is still is 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 still doing its thing. Push album still fuego. Still fuego. Oh, muy fuego. Oh, well, I guess this isn't like '90s, but like clips. 
Mm-hmm. But it's like early two early two thousands. Yeah, Clips is incredible. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really get into Clips until right. my freshman or sophomore year in college, kind of thing. Um, Fuji's and Mob Deep. Ooh, I, I forgot to bring that up. Fuji's. Oh my god! Like when I say "Ready or Not" by the Fuji's is one Ready of my favorite songs of all time. Like literally one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah. Ooh, the Fuji's. Like if you like, you're like, oh my, I have like this is my favorite song ever. It's like no, like this thing is on the list. It's it's got a bullet point right by it. I remember when my dad and my mom got me an MP3 player for Christmas one year. One of the albums they had on there was the Fuji's. Um, was it self-titled? What was the album? Was it self-titled? I think it was self-titled. I think it was self-titled. Yes. Yeah, the Fuji's like self-titled, like one of the the only album that they really put out besides like the greatest hits, which is just that album again, kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> but they had that album on there and then they had, um, oh shit, uh, Miss... Miss this education of Lauren. I was just about yeah. to say, I got that vinyl like two weeks ago. You did? Yes. Ooh. It came in. I was like, oh my gosh. I, I'm i lacking on female artists like vinyl wise. Like I have, I think that might be the only one I have. Really? Yeah. That's well, also, I, just, I've, I only sexist. got into it. I only got into it like this, this past Christmas. That's fair. But I'm at like, I'm at like 20 now. So I need to like start making some decisions and like. Yeah. Incorporate more female artists because gender aside, great music is great music. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. Come on. <laughs> but no, both great, great albums. Yeah. I feel like though those are albums that are very like accessible, but like there's a reason for them being accessible because they are, like you said, great music's great music. And Miseducation of Lauren Hill is literally just perfect throughout and then i don't think there's a bad song on fuji's album i don't think there's a singular bad song on that album and um it's just it's just great like i i I feel like there's a lot of like like far side like uh i don't think they ever made like bad music tribe called quest i don't think they ever made bad music like even when they came back in like 2010 with like um um Thank you for your service. We have it from here. Is like twenty, yeah, twenty sixteen. Yeah, I was about to say. I was like, that seemed way earlier. Yeah, twenty. Oh yeah, twenty sixteen. Because five um, died. Yeah, five yes. died uh, a year prior, right? Something like that. That year. Yeah, that year. I think. Um, the album is like <laughs> one of the greatest nineties hip hop album ever, uh, and it came out in twenty sixteen. You know what I mean? So like, even. I was I was uh the other day um fucking oh my god why do I always forget this I always forget this um fuck what's his name is there a way I can help you think of it um he came out with an album a few years ago there's a feature with Kendrick look over your shoulder Why do I not know that? Um, God, he was part of like, he wasn't a part of Tribe Called Quest, but he was like on most of their songs. And then when Thank You For Your Service came out, he was like on almost every song. Buster Rhymes? Buster Rhymes, yeah. Okay. That's, that's what I was looking for. Okay. Buster Rhymes, incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. even his album that he released like two years ago, 
was actually like, I don't think there was a bad song on that album. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like there are a lot of artists from like the 90s hip hop era that still put out constant classics today, but like we've just moved on from it. And I feel like we shouldn't have. Do you know what I mean? Because I don't know. I feel, yeah, like mute hip hop, like the genre itself, has like transcended in so many ways over the past decade, decade and a half with what it sounds like. That is very hard to keep up with, like, how everyone's rapping. Like, you have people who still rap lyrical, who, like, get compared to old heads, kind of like Corday. Yeah. Who just kind of get, like, laughed at and cornballed. Then you have, like, people like Cardi and stuff who prevail in sub-trap, trap, disco, fucking, like, all this, all this new stuff. And then you still have, like, great old head rappers who are still doing what they've been doing since the start of their career. Yeah. I don't really think it's like a, a thing of time. I think it's just that social media has gotten the way. Technology has gotten the way. Attention spans have shortened. People are only want to look for, you know, like something catchy that like can go like in there, out the other, and I have something else at the end of the day that's new. That's the same thing as that, but at least say it's something new. It's not, you know. Yeah. Something introspective, something that you can really sit down and digest. I like a lot of like these older rappers were so known for yeah. like that sound went away. Yeah. That's why I think like so many of our favorite artists have stopped making music or put their albums on two year, four year, five year hiatuses and just st- stood away from the crowd. Yeah. I definitely get that. I definitely, because like, I feel like most nineties hip hop was kind of like conscious hip hop. If like what it comes down to. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, I feel like when it was, like, late 80s, early, like, 90s, hip-hop was specifically rooted in society. Yeah. And, like, everything going on. So, yeah. like, it was all police brutality, uh, you know. Rodney King. Rodney King. Like, uh, just, you know, unlawful things going on. Hip-hop, like, it, it, it was more like a political piece than, like, music. Yeah. It, it transcended art in that time. And now it kind of like, it's it's sort of like a watered down version of that. Cause like now people like the lengths that people care about all this stuff kind of, you know, it's fiddled away and- in, in, But you still- as, Yeah. You but still like, have artists um, that kind of like carry on that tradition. Oh yeah. Like I, mean, I think Kendrick's one of those artists. Kendrick, like, Denzel, Joey Badass. Yeah, Joey Badass. I think um, there's a song on- uh, thank you for your service. We have it from here uh, called This Generation, where like they basically mm-hmm. shout shout out everybody that can that continued that conscious hip hop. And it was like Kendrick. I think it was it was Kendrick, Joey, Earl, and I forget who the other artist was. Yeah, but like those are like the main three. It was like oh, Joey, Kendrick, Earl, uh, Joey, Kendrick, Cole, Earl. So, yeah. Cole's big on that, yeah. Yeah, Cole was the other one that was in that list that, like, a Tribe Called Quest shouted out. Um, And, like, they are kind of, like, the future of that era kind of thing. They've they've continued that conscious hip-hop, but also have kind of, like, implemented the new trends. Some of them have. Some of them haven't. Whatever it is kind of thing. But, like, they've continued that kind of, like, conscious thought that no, I'm not, I'm not going to say started in the 90s, but kind of like popularized in the 90s. And uh, I feel like that conscious thought is 
very uh, important to the genre and shouldn't be forgotten. And I feel like can be implemented into the subgenres that we have today. Because like, I think Denzel is a perfect example of that, where he, he is that conscious kind of like rapper, but he's also like implementing the subgenres within that kind of like conscious kind of thought pattern. Do you know what I mean? I'm really excited also like bring up like introspective rapper Westside Boogie. I haven't listened to him. So, so good. Really? Actually, really good. Like, I saw him open for um, Joey Badass in 2018, along with Buddy. And I can't think off the top of my head another one. But it was definitely Buddy um, and him and then Joey. But for the first time seeing an artist like that, he brings, I don't know, like the, the hood tongue it's kind of what it's kind of what Smino does, like he he has a whole new alphabet and vocabulary, but still somehow like paints it so politically in like songs, really, and like in like a sense like that. I don't know. It West Side Boogie, you said mm-hmm. his name was okay. I still have to listen to that Red Bell album as well. That is really good. Learn That's to swim. Learn to swim is really good. Rapper that I feel like, and he's so young. He's so like young. he just turned eighteen or something like that. Yeah, nineties hip hop is my childhood i think it established what we have today and i feel like it kind of like continues on and kind of set the groundwork for what hip-hop is now and will be in the future kind of thing because it's literally the cornerstone it's literally the cornerstone i don't think like i i don't think you can go to any artist right now and be like they won't say they weren't inspired by somebody like Outkast, Andre, Big Boy, um, Tribe Called Quest, uh, Nas, Tupac, Biggie, Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Like nobody's, like nobody, like Puff even if Mace. it's somebody like Playboy Cardi, they're still going to have that inspiration there. Even Eminem, like, mm-hmm. all right, fuck it. We'll give Eminem his fucking shine, I guess. There's no um, D12 crew. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, like people, people are constantly influenced by them, and like, I don't think they've gotten their flowers, like enough. Not enough, no. But also, like the the pre-streaming era is like crazy in regards to like how different it would be if yeah. if like if you flipped it, like those those sales, those numbers would be astronomical for some of these artists yeah i wholeheartedly agree but um regarding that do you have any recommendations Mm. that future is fire i'm gonna keep listening to that um also kaylani's album is really good there's a very good four track run at the end of the album that i liked a lot um i guess listen to jack harlow's album i don't know I'm, a, I'm probably gonna listen to it on the way home. So, or at least like up until the Dua Lipa song and then probably like turn it off. Hey. It's gonna be bad. And then be hey. like, why are we giving them the, the hey. airtime? Don't disrespect Dua <laughs> ever again. You son of no, a not bitch. because if that's the case, we're already at two misses on the album. But if anything, I'm just prepping my body and my mental for next week for Kendrick. At this point, that's that's the only that's the away. only day I'm worried about right now is when that album drops. 
the work day don't matter. The free day don't matter. The weekend don't matter. Them bars, them clubs don't matter. Only thing that matters is Mr. Morrell. The, the big, big steppers. The big steppers. That's all any, I got. Do you have any recommendations? Um. Yeah. So, 808s and Heartbreak by Kanye West. Really been feeling it lately. Been vibing with it. So poignant, kind of shaped pop and rap music today. Um, what else have I been listening to? Oh boy. Uh, I mean, it's almost dry. The future album, I Never Liked You. Uh, Vince. Hmm? Vince, you were uh, scrabbling that earlier today. Don't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ramona Park broke my heart. Yeah. It's really, and I will say, it's still, I know I was so assertive like last week. I was like, yeah, like it's almost dry out of the year, whatever. Ben Staples, it's it's really a toss up. Like Ramona Park broke my heart. It's it's hard. But those are my recommendations. Next week I'll I'll come with some some heat. I know this is typical for me at this point. Typical. 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 <laughs> Fucking typical. Fucking loser. Sorry. That's rude. It's okay. Typical. Typical. I just want to say, keep stringing, streaming Denzel's album because yeah. I feel like that's getting lost in the shuffle. Y'all probably haven't listened to Saba yet. I did. I did. Oh, I you, did listen to Saba. You did. I did. It's all right. I think it's it sounds good. good. It's good. But I have to be at a certain time and place in my life to listen to Saba. I'm yeah, not there yet. You I feel that. I mean? No, no, no. Actually, that's, that's how I listen to his last album. And that's how I'm going to listen to this album. Whenever I feel like I'm ready for it or I need it, I'll listen to it. I feel it. I feel like that's how Saba should be listened to. I don't know if that's the the way. Yeah, Saba Saba comes in your life at like a weird time, but yeah. like when he does, it's it's almost divine. Yeah, because then, like then he'll like he'll leave and then like just come back at the perfect time. Because his last album. When like that came into my life, it was like, it was it was the perfect album. It was the perfect album for that point because I don't know that that album to me is such like a special, such it's so special. The storytelling and rapping and production on the album is next level. Yeah. It's it's actually incredible. Sirens. Oh. I love that Denzel uh, yeah. used that. Yeah. On taboo. Yeah. Really, really love that. To continue my journey that I've been going on for the last three weeks now, um, I've continued to listen to the Jack White album. Um, it has now gone from my top 10 albums of the year to my top five albums of the wow. year. That's big. Um, wow. It's very good. Um, it's, it's definitely a grower. It's just, it's so out there and so strange, but like, like it's, it's, it's joined like my workout playlist, like a lot of the songs on there. It's just, it's just so fucking hype. And it's just like, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, um, fan of Hughes, newest project stream that. What's it called? Uh, fan of plus something. I've only heard it once. 
Okay. She was on Tyler's album though. She's really, really, really good. I'll check it out. Do that. That would, that's that's all I got for Rex. That's all I got. That's all I got. That'll do it. You want to wrap it up? That's episode ten. That's double digits. Yeah. Like really. Wow. It's really double digits. Yeah, we've been doing this for ten episodes. Ten two months. Weeks. And a half. Two two months and a half. That's my favorite Fox show. Two months and a half or ten weeks. Or sixty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys for tuning in. Um, as always, it is a pleasure to be here and record, be with the folks, sit down, talk music, talk culture, and then hear what you think for example sometimes my friends will approach me and be like um i listened to your episode why'd you say this i thought this i'm like hey first of all thanks for listening but secondly um this is why i thought this and then we have a whole conversation about it it's really fun so uh i just enjoy talking about music it's a good time i'm glad you listen if you enjoy it rate it five stars Tell, tell your friends. Yeah, yes. I was about to say, tell, tell your, your friends, friends, please. Spread the news. Spread the news. Because I'm literally telling my bosses. I'm like, hear me say curse words. Like the more the more people listen, the better it'll get. Yeah. And the cooler guests we'll have on. True. And the better the technology we can't, we will can't, be. We can't like get like high profile guests without high pro- profile viewership. Exactly. So. And that's y'all. Yeah. That's y'all. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all I got. All right, love you all. Thank you, guys. Love.